Hello and welcome to another episode of Recovery for the Narcissist podcast. I am your host, Dr. Eric Perry. If you haven't yet subscribed, make sure you do so you never miss an episode. If you're a first-time listener, please note that this podcast is not meant to assess, diagnose, or treat narcissistic personality disorder. My intention for this podcast is to provide some insight and encouragement to those of you who exhibit narcissistic tendencies so you can start to break some of those negative patterns of behavior and live a happier, healthier, and more fulfilling life. In today's episode, I would like to speak to you about why you need to stop comparing yourself to others. We live in a fast-paced world where many of us struggle to stay connected with our friends and loved ones. Sometimes it seems we only get to see each other during the holidays or other special occasions. Fortunately, we have the amazing ability to visually connect with others in an instant. In the not-too-distant past, we would primarily communicate by telephone when we were not in the same location. We did not have the ability to see their faces as we spoke to them. Quite often, we would go months without seeing them. Today, we are able to communicate and see our loved ones in seconds. FaceTime, Zoom, Skype, and other technological advances allow us to visit each other while we are in the comfort of our own homes. Not only are we magically and conveniently able to see each other in the palm of our hands, but this same technology has given us the ability to have unprecedented access to see how others live. In no other time in history have we had so much access to others' lives. With the swipe of our fingers, we can instantly peer into another person's life. We can see what they ate for breakfast, what their current mood is, their taste and decor, how they spent their vacation, and a lot more personal information. For many individuals that use social media, the ability to peer into how others supposedly live has given way to the grass is always greener syndrome. What I mean by this is that you come to believe that others are having a better life than you, based on viewing the curated image they present on social media. Individuals with narcissistic tendencies are particularly vulnerable to the overuse of social media, both in its consumption and production. On social media, an individual with these tendencies has the unparalleled ability to create and project an image. Essentially, they are able to create and produce the perfect image to present to the world. This false, idealized image allows them to create the validation they crave. It doesn't matter that it's from complete strangers, or that it's in the form of likes. To the individual with narcissistic tendencies, this type of validation will be similar to the consumption of sugar. It will provoke a temporary high and rush of energy, but it will leave you craving more. This dynamic will often lead to an unsustainable and unhealthy situation. Individuals who exhibit tendencies will feed their ego with the online validation from strangers, but at the same time they are exposing themselves to the very real possibility of rejection and criticism. Very quickly, adoring fans can turn into your worst critic. The constant exposure to social media and being able to view how others live will often leave you feeling inferior and deflated. You might have the tendency to view the world through a very critical lens. Unfortunately, this critical eye is often turned on yourself. You might compare your life to the images you are seeing, and as a result, end up feeling like a failure. For example, if you see a post that shows someone's home and furnishings, instead of admiration, 
You might feel anger or jealousy, or you might feel shame and like a failure because you do not have the same possessions. Social media is not the only place where individuals with narcissistic tendencies compare their lives to others. They will often compare themselves to loved ones, friends, and even strangers. Many individuals who exhibit these traits have spent a great deal of time and energy perfecting the image they present to the world. And this constant need to compare yourself to others comes from a place of fear, because if your idealized life is not perfect, then you may be exposed and rejected by others. The constant scanning of your world to try and spot what could be better is both exhausting and anxiety-provoking. It's important to stop comparing yourself to others. I understand that this is not an easy task. You might only know how to live your life by comparison. You might have received the message that your authentic self was not good enough. So as a coping method, you began to model certain behaviors that you felt were more acceptable to others. You might have learned that certain traits and attributes would lead to acceptance and love, and having other traits would cause you pain and rejection. This may have led you to do everything you can to project a certain image. The problem with this is that in your pursuit of the perfect image, you might have forgotten to continue developing your authentic self. Much like a two-dimensional image, there may not be much depth because the true self remains hidden. The false self is only a facade to gain acceptance of others. This need to compare yourself to others can have a very negative impact in your life. Along with the feelings of failure and worthlessness, it may also lead you to set aside your dreams and goals simply because you believe that you are not good enough. Your inner dialogue may tell you that you are not good enough, not smart enough, not pretty enough, not thin enough. Your real you is not enough. The list of toxic things we say to ourselves is endless. Our negative core beliefs often receive more reinforcement than any other part of our personality. Your critical eye is constantly looking for what you are doing wrong and is ready to tell you how you do not measure up. Many individuals with narcissistic tendencies have a difficult time processing feelings of rejection and failure. They will often find it easier to project these feelings onto their loved ones. For example, say you feel that you are not successful enough in comparison to others. You might place the blame on your partner for not being supportive enough. You might verbally attack or use passive-aggressive behaviors in order to express your dissatisfaction. I believe that with the right and consistent support, you can begin to accept and love your authentic self. It's important to remember that we are all unique individuals. We are not supposed to be identical molds of each other. By constantly comparing yourself to others, you are focusing on your differences as if they are a bad thing. Remember, much like the numerous different shaped pieces of a jigsaw puzzle, all the different variations of humanity come together to form a beautiful multicolored landscape. I know it isn't easy to stop comparing yourself to others. It's important to remember that nobody's life is perfect. As the saying goes, the grass isn't greener on the other side, it's greener where you water it. In closing, I would like to share a quote by one of my favorite human beings, Thich Nhat Hanh. He said, Letting go gives us freedom, and freedom is the only condition for happiness. If in our heart we still cling to anything, anger, anxiety, or possessions, we cannot be free.
Thank you so much for joining me for another episode of Recovery for the Narcissist podcast. I am your host, Dr. Eric Perry. And until next time, see you soon.